This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here today at ArtSpace at Untitled speaking with visiting artist Janet O'Neill. Janet, thanks so much for taking the time today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know there's a lot of excitement and a lot of things going on right now with uh, your upcoming exhibition that's opening Thursday, uh, 1,000 Tears. And I thought I might ask you a little bit, since this is, we were talking before the interview a little bit about how this is a homecoming of sorts for you, I thought I might ask you a little bit about what this means to you personally coming back to Oklahoma City and maybe hearing anything you might want to share about your experiences here in the past. Okay, well, um, I have done the art festival here for 30 years. I did it for 30 years, and um, I've been a full-time professional artist for 33 years. I um, came to the art, when I came to the art festival for for the first time, um, I was living in North Carolina, and it was one of my first big shows, and I met a lot of really great people. I was invited by artist Sharon Montgomery to her printmaking studio in Paseo, and I learned to print, do printmaking, and printmaking was one of my, um, that became my core media for about 15 years. Um, so it's really kind of interesting coming back now with this show, and I've started doing printmaking again, and part of the, um, part of the show, exhibition is printmaking, and um, I'll be teaching a workshop uh, next weekend in printmaking. Um, so... It's, yeah, it's kind of like what goes around comes around. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Where they, things circle back around, always circle back around. Um, but over the years, I have um, done, worked in a lot of different media, um, printmaking, uh, assemblage work, sculptural assemblage work using found objects and ceramics. Um, I began in traditional traditional watercolors and then went into more multimedia uh, paintings, uh, acrylics, some oils. Um, so I've done a lot of different medias over the years. This is my first um, uh, exhibition in um, installation work hmm. and big sculpture. I've done smaller work, but um, this was a whole new adventure for me. Oh, yeah. It's been really wonderful. And then I'm wondering, too, do you, uh, and there again, I don't know the answer to this, or if it's a fair question to ask, do you see this somewhat as a culmination of, of a lot of the different work that you've done over the years? Or Well, I think I always revisit work. I mean, I always revisit, like revisiting the printmaking um, I think I've learned so much over the years in different medias. It has allowed me to make this leap, um, which has been pretty a huge leap. When you start getting into installation, you have to visualize, you know, big sculpture, big installation, and to create an experience for people, you really have to learn to think 3D. Um, and that was always a little bit of a problem for me because I was a... Uh, a 2D artist, more or less. Hmm. But doing the assemblage work and doing the um, mixed media pieces that combine clay and found objects, that began the begin the start of, you know, going to the big sculptural work. And actually, it, I, I think this is kind of like a real, for me, it's a real jumping off into a very new area. And I want to do more and more installation, really big installation work. Um, it's a very fascinating thing when you can create an experience for someone. 
Oh, yeah, it's very, it's very exciting. And I have to wonder, too, as I'm looking at some of these different pieces just from the vantage point that I'm at, I guess I, if I could ask you maybe looking at your own life, looking back, maybe if any of your evolution as a human being and as an artist would be reflected in some of these things um, that people would see. Actually, like all of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as we spoke a little bit before, um, every part of that, exhibition comes out of my life um, and also my spiritual life Um, the printmaking series is about uh, the earth and the earth changes and I grew up in North Carolina with a family that both families came from farming families my dad was a builder and developer he was very connected with the land and he taught us that we were stewards of the earth Uh, we didn't own it it really wasn't our land. We were here to be stewards and to care for it. Um, so caring for the land, especially um, these earth changes and things going on, um, is a very important part. So that whole series is about uh, about that and also some of the portraits. Oh, very good. Very yeah. good. The uh, series, the coffin ship, uh, the coffin canoe, um, is about migration. And as a... Um, adoptee um, I never had much connection with the immigration issue but recently I've just found out that my family are from uh, my ancestors, blood ancestors are from uh, Great Britain, Northern European early 1700 settlers so all of a sudden, and this has happened just in the past couple of years all of a sudden the whole immigration and migration issue became um an issue in my life I mean because before it was like okay I'm adopted I don't really know who I am and blah 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 but now it's like oh my I'm a child of immigrants it's (laughs) like okay that just opens up a whole new conversation Oh yeah, and then as far as the uh, you know the, one of the things that we were we were talking a little bit about when I read in your artist statement for for one thousand years about Tikkun Olam and that you know coming from my cultural background uh, from a Jewish you know from a Jewish heritage that is something that was taught to me at a very very early age mm-hmm. and I found that to be really and uh, it really caught my attention and also in terms of understanding you know through some of the new age practices that I've undertaken over the years and studying eastern thought and philosophy about more fully inhabiting our bodies and feeling the grief that we do and so this to me has been something that's been very interesting that you'll be able to share with people mm-hmm. to maybe help people actually get that perspective and understanding that absolutely. you know that, that the tears can be beneficial absolutely absolutely um, and I've always been a crier i mean i've always been <laughs> one of those people that is like Things are not going well. I can go have a good cry. Yeah. It really, it's very healing for me. Yeah. So it really that the, even just the basis of that goes all the way back to a young child. I mean, it's just I've always been this way. So um, and the um, Takuma Alon Alon is you know the repair of the world's heart and soul and the whole big art big human heart sculpture with the thousand tears represents that so you've got um, sometimes the only way to heal is to dive deeply into the well of grief then to emerge from the chrysalis of tears having explored the chambers of the heart and finally to be reborn merging with the tree of life so it, it really is the symbol and the essence of the essence of this whole exhibition um, so the ex- and the exhibition began um, with 
my brother's life. He um, was adopted also, and he had some, um, got involved in, with drugs and alcohol and died in his early 50s. Um, a very, very challenging passing. And um, the, the basis of the show that began was my, I was taking photography about five years ago. I started taking photography lessons. And my teacher, um, I had been to India, and I had come back with a bunch of photographs of people. And um, my teacher was like, he, we were teaching us to process the image and stuff like that, but he was, he's a real artist, and he was like, okay, yeah, these are great. Yeah, you know, everybody can go to India and take pictures, but what does this mean to you? I mean, what do these people mean to you? What does this mean? And my my thing was, okay, well, I just want to meet the people of the world. I really love meeting them and stuff like that. And he goes, no, what does this really mean to you? And I couldn't answer the question. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what happened there was that um, he encouraged me to do photography about something in my life. <coughs> Excuse me. That was important. And um, my brother had just passed away. And that was a very, very traumatic death that I was really struggling with. And all the things that happen in a family when someone is um, involved in, in substance abuse and deep, emotionally troubled. Um, so I started doing the series of work. I went and got all these old photographs out of my brother and I when we were little kids. And I really started connecting with his essence really like who he really was and who he was as that, as that young child. And I remembered the that he, at six months when he was adopted, my he could not roll over in the bed by himself. And hmm. so nobody touched him. He was in foster care. So nobody touched him for this for six months. Well, that just sets off this whole really difficult syndrome that's pretty well documented in the medical community. And then he was sexually abused when he was 12. And then it just all went downhill, and it just never came back. Um, but those, but remembering those things and having to deal with those images literally brought me to my knees in tears. Um, I remember there were times I was just just weeping on my floor in my studio. Um, it just brought up so much stuff. And what I learned from it, and, and I came away with it, really, really intense healing um, because... I had a lot of judgment about him and his life and um, and a lot of anger and all that kind of stuff that goes with all that. And um, there was just a really pretty miraculous healing that happened where I just really came into a really great sense of compassion for what he'd gone through. Um, I kind of put away my big judgment stuff and just kind of let his life be as the way it was. Um, that's really not my place to, I couldn't change him or fix him, but um, it just, and so that started me on a very, very different path because I saw very deeply that art can heal and making art about things that are very difficult, which is something I've never done before, never had any experience of that. Um, was pretty profound, and I wanted to share that, and I really wanted to teach it more than anything, because I felt like it was like, oh my gosh, people could really 
if they could figure out how to do this by working in art and you might be able to move through a lot of stuff that you couldn't move through. I had certainly not moved through it, even with counseling, uh, through that with my brother. So that just started the whole uh, process of this show, 1,000 Tears, and I had a friend that, um, a girlfriend that was a really good friend of mine, our friendship ended, and um, I was sitting at my laptop, and I just was, tears were just hitting the laptop, and I was just like, oh my goodness, how do you make tears, I mean, how do you make out of light, out of this kind of grief, you know, how do you make something out of art, out of this? And I had a wonderful life coach at the time, which I highly recommend, um, that really we started talking about, she came up with the idea of the 10,000 cranes, I mean the 1,000 cranes, that, that, that story of the, the Japanese legend that if you fold a 1,000 cranes, you will be able to um, access your own healing. And so I just took it and ran with it, like, well, if you can cast a thousand tears and we can do this in service of world healing, a world repair, repairing the world's soul. So it became a meditative journey and also a creative journey. And then the big heartbeat, the heart part of that was just in the tree of life, was that out of all that grief, out of the grieving heart, could be this wonderful thing if you allow yourself to grieve and um, so the grieving that um, is just so difficult I think for a lot of our especially for um, Americans um, my my thought is you know what it's a really good thing if you can do some of that so that's how we got going with the show that's how the show kind of got going very interesting. So, and it's, I'm also thinking from a consciousness standpoint, I'm wondering if it sounds to me like people, if they would want to avail themselves of this and when they come and see this exhibit, that they can possibly have that, you know, through the work that you've done and through seeing what's what's come forth through you as a result of going through that process, that this might be an opportunity for people, should they take that, to, uh, to have that change in consciousness themselves. I hope so. That's the idea. I mean, it's really all about the experiential part of art. And doing that, and um, when I had the the canoe, I have this canoe. The canoe was about um, the mic about migration and immigration and my family, as I spoke about that, um, my heritage um, from uh, when I found out my DNA that my family was from Northern European and um, Great Britain. And the whole migration, immigration issue came in. So I made this canoe that's called the Coffin Canoe or Coffin Ship. And it it's, comes from the migration of the Irish when they, uh, during the famine, because half the ships, half the people died. They, either the ships went down, the people died on the ships because of the bad conditions, which is a pretty huge amount of people that passed. And then I started looking at the whole migration thing in the history of the world. You know, how many people have leaving their homes because of political strife, world earth changes, and over many years that um, was really difficult. And and a lot of people lost their lives. So that whole canoe is about um, you know, the loss of life in the migration process. And that is a I think important and 
I've had so many people that would walk in that studio and they would see that canoe and they would get really teary-eyed mm. because it's like people got it. And then one, even one woman said, I think you need to have a crying chair at the show. Oh. <laughs> you know, just you just need to have a little place where people can go and sit yeah. because it was such, it was so moving. And that that is what I'm trying to do here, you know, to get people to feel, you know, and to connect. And um, so that that's, yeah, one of the ways that I think people have, you know, before this show even came yeah that's very uh it's very enlightening just to hear that you know this you you've, you've brought forth all these things within yourself and that you're sharing this with the world and yeah. i think that's really beautiful that you're giving people this opportunity to uh to be a part of this with you and kind of right. kind of take that journey with you well i think that i think as i think the really the best art is the art that really comes from your own life yeah and so every part of the show um, comes from parts of my life and bits and pieces and um, in very uh, profound ways. And I think when you express from your your life and your inner, especially your inner life, um, as an artist, that's where some of the, the best art comes from. And the best art that actually really touches people. You know, it's like my photos of people from India. Yeah, they're great, but it was no big deal because... Mm. There wasn't that, you know, there were just photos of people. You know, there was not my really interaction or connection with them. And so by, um, yeah, by, the, yeah, the whole show is really comes out of my life. Um, and as I've talked to, with people about this over these years, that worked well this last year working on it, last year um, people will connect they're connecting they're connecting with what's being said and sometimes just there are write-ups I felt very strongly about doing write-ups about every series so that I wouldn't leave anybody behind that people when they looked at it that some people are going to get it right away and some people won't but, but I felt because I love to write I felt like I could help by just making a little short statement about each series so that I wouldn't lose people along the way. Oh, I really yeah. want to engage people. You know, I really want people to be part of this. Yeah, I was going to say, I uh, this is the first time I've interviewed numerous artists, and I really appreciated the fact that you shared these statements with me from some of your previous exhibits, and it actually gave me a little bit of a different insight into, and I think it allowed me to even appreciate even more the power of what you're trying to convey with right. 1,000 Tears, yep. but I really appreciate you being willing to do that, and I, I love that whole idea about documenting that so that, yeah. you know, that's, you know, as you say, not leaving people behind. You want them to be able to see those things, yeah. but at the same time also fully immerse themselves in what you're doing here. Right. you know, at art space this yeah. coming week. Well, it's kind of a fine line. You know, there was a real, there was lots of um, interesting, this is kind of an interesting subject about how much you say as an artist by your words about yeah. the work. I mean, there are some people that are like, you don't speak about the work. The work needs to totally speak for itself. Okay, hmm. So I get that. I understand that. But my, this work is not heady work it's about it's hard work and my heart says to talk about it to 
to embrace people, to bring people in and help them understand. You can't, uh, for me, this type of work, you, you need to help people. You know, And like I said, some people get it, but you need to, what would be the word? You need to make it accessible. Yeah. Because sometimes artwork, and especially big installations, stuff like that, it's not accessible. And because this has roots, this is heart-centered work, not um, heady conceptual work that reminds only the mind. It really does begin in the heart. And I just felt like it was very important to do that. And and there was some backlash from both sides. I mean, hmm. that people, some people said do it. Some people said don't do it. This is a big argument that went on. <laughs> and I went, you know what? I'm going to do what my heart says because yeah. I think that's right, and um, because because of my spiritual life, um, I feel the artist is a healer or, or can be. I mean, if you look at you go back and look at um, the you know people from ancient times, the the healers in the community were also the artists, and I think what's happened today is. Um, with the commercialism and everything, that artist is not as much of a healer as the artist used to be. Because the artist and the healer were kind of like one. Yeah. And, and Native American, um, all different, um, Aborigine, all the different around the world. And so my feeling is that, that at least for me, I want to go back to that, that the two are kind of interconnected now. Yeah, it was interesting. I saw, I think, in one of your statements, you were talking about the process of alchemy. And so that right. I was kind of thinking about yeah. that whole process and kind of revisiting that and understanding that was that ancient practice of trying to bring purification and uh, reconciliation, well, I guess reconciliation, reconciliation. Yeah, purification, right. And, right. and cleansing of the heart, bringing that forth. Right. Exactly. And so it's really interesting to hear that word. That's a word that I don't necessarily hear often, yeah. except in spiritual circles. But yeah. see, that, that was really refreshing to look at it that way. Right. And I would say this whole exhibition is one of alchemy. I mean, the whole creation of, you know, the brother, my brother's work and the, coming out the other side and everything is really about, um, is, is, was an alchemical process, you know, of healing of, by creating that work. And the other big point is that, that art can heal. I really think that after doing this body of work, that art can really, you know, it challenges me to know how do we teach art, how do, we, how do I as a teacher teach art, teach classes or whatever, encourage people to heal. And I think a lot of it is like just doing it. Yeah. You know, people will come in and will see this show and it will help them to move forward in their own lives because they can go, yeah, maybe I should do a photography series about my mother, you know, or something that happened in my life or you know and so I think I know in my whole life as an artist um, it's like I've done what I've done and it's just because I, I do it it gives people other people and other artists and non-artists to be artists oh yeah I think my whole career as an art festival artist I've met so many people over the years that want you know or want, want to be artists they want to be artists and they think they gotta have, they gotta have a degree and this and that and the other. 
And I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. I don't have a degree in art. <laughs> I mean, I got a degree in administration of criminal justice. Hmm. I was headed to law school. Oh, wow. I w- I've been a deputy sheriff, hmm. um, and, uh, among a lot of other different things. And so you can, anybody can be an artist, and everybody's an artist. I mean, everybody has some type of creativity in their lives. And I think by me doing the art festivals, I would meet so many people, more people than you would meet in a gallery setting or something like that. And I just, it's just like standing there and just giving people permission to do it and telling them my story and saying, look, you know, I don't have a degree. I started doing art festivals. I can, you know, you can you can do all this stuff. And I think that's, um, you just, you kind of lead by example. You know, and you give it, just your, the example of you moving forward and having the courage to move forward gives other people the courage to move forward in their life. Oh, absolutely. And be willing to be vulnerable and to put yourself out right. there and to put exactly. your creativity out, you know, on display yeah. for everyone. And it's, yeah, that's yeah. a. Because there's some pretty serious photographs in there about my brother. Really intense stuff. And you really have to dig deep to create that, but that deep digging was very healing. Because I found the essence of him, and I found the real truth. And I would probably wouldn't have found it any other way. Oh, yeah. And I was going to say, the fact that you're sharing this with everyone and telling the story, is uh, it's very enlightening. I yeah. hope so. That's, that, would be the, that would be the point. I mean, you look at a life well-lived, a life well-lived would be that you, you leave something behind, you leave... Um, you leave something that will help people for, for that keeps going on and on and on and oh, yeah. live behind but beyond you not necessarily a piece of art but maybe what you conveyed with your art would go on um, uh, my feeling is that the rest of my life I want to be in, in service of making the world of a better place and to be a part of the positive change instead of the <laughs> oh yeah, there's 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 plenty there's enough. Oh, we of that have to, plenty yeah. of that going on. <laughs> well, I really appreciate hey, Janet. I really appreciate you taking the time. This has been really enlightening, and it, it's made me think a lot just about this whole process about art as healing, and just you know looking at art in a very different way. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. Thanks again. Thank you.